Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Warm welcome to Going Greyhounds. I'm Mark Olmes. Great to have your company on Sky Sports Radio, Racing HQ. And what uh, a massive week. Well, last week it was, and we have to look forward to as well. Great to have your company. We'll be joined by a few very, very special guests uh, on this morning's program, uh, including Mark Moroney, who had a day out yesterday at Bathurst. We usually dread Mondays, but... Mark wasn't dreading Monday at all, taking two very, very live hopes and getting the cash with both of them in the heats and then heading towards the final this Friday from Bathurst. We'll also catch up with Mitch Northfield, of course, the former trainer of Karingalusi, still the owner with his wife Cheryl, uh, second in the uh, heat of the gold bullion there behind Shimashon. It was some run. We'll have a chat to Mitch a little later on to start off the show. We'll get into a bit of news. There's plenty to talk about. We'll start off with Superior Panama zipping Caitlin Litter that uh, we heard young Cam Hallinan talk about last week. Now, uh, there was one of those pups that sizzled on the trial track at Bathurst and well worth making a mention of Superior Panama zipping Caitlin Litter, one to watch. And, of course, out of, out of Western Australia, worth noting, of course, with everything that's going on there with a, a lockdown period of five days from Sunday to Friday, no racing, including Greyhound racing. Until Saturday, we'll have to wait and hear more. Sandy's mum memorial uh, coming up on Saturday night, that final. We'll see if that's to, to go ahead or not. Uh, the main racing of the past seven days, of course, has been up in Queensland for the heats of both the Gold Bullion and the Gold Cup at Group 1 and Lister level, respectively. Uh, in New South Wales here, it's been a bit quieter, especially after the Group 1 triple header from a couple of Saturdays ago now, where we saw the likes of WOW, as well as the Derby and the uh, Oaks, or the Futurity, if you will, pardon me, um, double being taken out by Luke Adams. The feature event in the state this week, though, Friday, the listed Bathurst Cup with $25,000 to the winner, as we mentioned at the top. Fastest qualify fire on ice for Mark Maroney, who also qualified her little brother, or little brother, rather, um, fire legend, who was very good. The other heat was taken out by the fancied Zulu warlord for Mick Harbin, of course, who ran a placing in the paws of Thunder. As- aside from that, we've seen some impressive performances. Zipping Winks made it two from two at the Gardens for Jason McKay. Ice Cream Story, after running fourth in the Futurity, dropped in class to run a really fast 29.65, has now won six from 11. On Sunday, the $10,000 Anniversary Cup was run and won at Nowra over the 6.30 with honours going to Averwine uh, for Peter Lagogiani uh, and the team there, of course, the, the litter brother to Million Dollar Chase champion, Handsome Prince. So well done to Shaquille Latimer and the, the crew involved there. And big news as well with the 2019 Million Dollar Chase winning good odds Harada. He will race again. He was due to return in the Bathurst Cup heats yesterday, but he was scratched due to a minor injury. Frank and Tracy Hurst have said he will be back at the races soon and will be targeting Masters events. Uh, plenty more to talk about. Let's get into the first of our guests. Uh, Mark Moroney had the two greyhounds that won the heats, two of the three heats from uh, Bathurst for the Cup, with the fastest qualifier being Fire on Ice. Uh, he's not ready for us just yet, or he's not with us just yet, uh, but we've also got... Mitch Northfield to speak to. Later on, we'll chat with Jason Adams too. Of course, with the catching pen booting back up today, looking forward to the pen with Jason Adams as well as Jason Lincoln. And Jared Daffy will be joining us later in the show just to have a look at some of the feature markets through Tab. Looking forward to catching up with uh, Daff. And we might also touch on the 
the Queensland Racing. Of course, those markets available as well as the Vince Curry. We've also got a lot to look forward to on the catching, Pem. Can't wait uh, to have your company. We're back for 2021. We thought it would be a bit different to 2020, but it's a little bit uh, the same after a month. But uh, we're getting there slowly but surely. And Mark Moroni joins us now on the line. Of course, had Fire and Ice and Fire Legend winning yesterday at Bathurst. Mark, a very successful day. How are you and welcome? Yeah, thanks, Mark. Well, it was a yeah, very good day, actually. Um, yeah, very pleased. Now, Mark, uh, we spoke to you last year on the catching pen, and you were very excited about these two greyhounds, probably more so you were buoyant about fire on ice, especially after everything that she had been through. And she seems to have come through that nasty accident she had so, so well, again, recording a brilliant time yesterday. How did the two greyhounds come out of yesterday's performances? Yeah, oh, they both pulled up really good. Um, yeah, I, I always expected her to, to improve a bit after she had the season. And... Um, she showed signs of that when she she led wow for 400 metres in the heat of the balls of thunder. But uh, she probably wasn't quite ready for 500 at that stage. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, she's really, really starting to hit top gear now. And I tell you what, you'd love to pick up one of these features, especially having on so close in a, in a fair few in the past. Uh, that'd be a nice one to pick up the list of Bathurst Cup uh, on Friday. Oh yeah, well, uh, well, she's been in. I think this is the sixth or seventh group final. Peter Mossman uh, Opal, Gosford Gold Cup, Richmond Oaks Maitland Cup, Black Top, and the Collison, of course. Um, yep. Gee, not a bad list, but needs to knock one of them off and deserves one. Yeah, and she started off the first one. She was only nineteen months old when she was in the Gosford Cup, and so um, you know she's been very good right from the start, but. Uh, yeah, she's had a good little break now, and um, you know her, her brother was always a better, um, was always a little bit better than her. But um, the only difference between them now is that the fire on ice is a little bit stronger. They're, they're both very fast dogs. Fire legend, like two out over five hundred, there'd be nothing between them. But. Um, yeah, she's just that little bit stronger, which uh, and she's got it at both ends as well. Now with so fi- yeah. promising animals, absolutely. Now with Fire Legend, we we touched on the catching pen. You can mention it again here on Going Greyhounds, uh, Mark. With him being with Jason Thompson initially, what what do you think the difference has been coming up north to New South Wales? Um, oh, not much has really changed. Just he, like he raced, he's raced on a variety of tracks. On, I think he's won on something like fourteen or fifteen different tracks, and and he hasn't hasn't turned three year old yet. So he's won on almost every track in Victoria. He can win on big tracks and, and tight tracks. And, um, he, he's just a, a really smart animal. And um, like we're down to, I'm still hoping to get a run into Tim Lee with him because they're down to the last eighteen and. You know, I think if he could win the Bathurst Cup, he, he could he'd nearly push, you know, for a spot in the Tamway. Well, tune into the pen tonight to find out more, Mark. Also, I wanted to ask you about the box draw for this Friday in the listed feature from Bathurst. You've come up with 4 and 5G. They handled their first look around the track yesterday under starters' orders uh, to perfection, the both of them. What did you make of the 4 and 5 box draws? Um, well, it's not ideal, but... 
um, you know, fire legend lives in middle boxes. <laughs> you know, box five's his favourite. I was saying to David Brash this morning, he, he wears a muzzle with yellow um, yellow on it. I think I'm just going to have to change the colour of it. <laughs> Brilliant <laughs> but, stuff. Um, but there's like the three speed dogs are in three, four and five. And like if they can follow Zulu Wardle, Warlord around the first turn or or be in front of him or just behind him, well, they're both in with a great chance. Wonderful stuff, Mark, and best of luck for this Friday. Yourself, Melissa, and the rest of the team, and uh, give them strength because uh, they both deserve this. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Well, uh, yeah, she's been in six or seven group races, and he's been in about six, so he's won one and she hasn't won any, so they're definitely two again. Good on you for coming on Going Greyhounds, Mark. I'm sure we'll speak again throughout 2021. Yeah, for sure, mate. Thanks, Mark. Good on you. Mark Maroney there, trainer of a couple of live hopes for the list of Bathurst Cup coming up this Friday. Fire and Ice and Fire Legend. We'll head to a break here on Going Greyhounds, and on the other side, we'll catch up with Mitch Northfield. Hi, this is Luke Marlowe. Join us for the Friday fill-up on Racing HQ every Friday. We'll bring you the main players, the late mail, tips from the experts, and more. 11 o'clock Friday morning. The Friday fill-up on Sky Sports Radio. In recent seasons, the classic healing style has produced the winners of a Melbourne Cup, Golden Slipper and the Everest. Don't miss out on finding your next champion at Riverside from February 7 to 9. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au. Hear that? It's treble time at TAB. It's the popular exotic bet type where you can pick three winners from the three nominated races at the one track to be in the money. Go wide in each leg with extra runners or stick to one if you're on a good thing. It's just like a quaddy with one less leg. And it's now available on Australian Thoroughbred, Greyhound and Harness races. Check out the treble on the TAB app today. TAB. Long may we play. Subject to availability, races must be official nominated treble legs for specified race meetings only. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Today's racing, brought to you by Tab's treble. First leg quaddy fail, it's treble time. TNC supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Holmes with you on this Tuesday morning. Hope you're all having a good one and I hope it only gets better. It will because the catching pen's on tonight. Now, our second guest for this morning, Mitch Northfield joins us, the the former trainer of Karinga Lucy, and now with Mick and Selena Zamet. This greyhound was enormous last Thursday after being turned sideways to the first turn, managed to master up and was still beaten eight lengths, but did an enormous job to get past the other six greyhounds. Mitch, very good morning to you, and thank you for joining us. Have you heard word about how Karinga Lucy came out of last Thursday night's race? Yeah, Mark, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I was talking to Michael last Friday and then again yesterday or the day before. Yeah, seems very good. Just need a lot of luck. Absolutely, as we all do in this game. Uh, but she seems to be going along with things quite well. Uh, looking towards this Thursday night, what are what are your thoughts around, uh, well, box five? Uh, we're looking at $21 currently, tab fixed odds. What are your initial thoughts? Tough field? Uh, Oh, I think they're too tough. She's going to be sandwiched between the six and an eight. They'll probably come out too good for her. Just as long as we get a clear run and get a clear go, you know, we'll give a good sight. But being in box five, it'll be a big job. 
What about yourself and uh, and Cheryl? You must be pleased to see how far she's gone up there in Queensland. Oh yeah, we've always known she's had it. She's been in the final of the futurity there last twelve months ago at Albion as a as a youngster. She made the futurity final in Wetland Park last year, and the Oaks final at Richmond. She's she's been right up in all of the races, Casino Cup, the got to the semi finals of the million dollar chase. And now into this big one. It's been a bit of a ride, but we just can't land one. Well, who knows? Like you said, we all need a bit of luck in this game, and this Thursday it could come your way. Just wonderful to be in such a rich final, $235,000 worth. And, of course, just great to see uh, your Richmond Oaks winner, Michali Mia, being represented on the big stage in one of these big Group 1 finals. Of course, as I mentioned, an Oaks winner, which makes this girl awfully valuable. Um, a bit sentimental, isn't it, Mitch, when you see yeah, progeny of is. your dogs going around? It is. It was very sentimental last year when I made the Oaks final in Richmond. You know, to, to, like Charlie Mayer made it two years running in the final down there. Won it one year and ran a real credible fourth and fifth the next year. Behind real good bitches too. But And, and also tonight, the little mate dog Burn ends. He's in the final of the, the Stayers race. It's a, yeah, absolutely. Tra- trained by Jeff Ahern, owned by Luke Mason. Can you tell us a, a bit more uh, of background about Burnt Ends? Oh, one of my best mates, he bought him as a pup. I said I was selling the pups. I said, but they're a bit dear. And he said, I'm retired. He said, I can afford it. So he said, I will. I said, there's a lot better, a lot of cheaper pups to buy than get a pup out of my Charlie Mayer. But anyway, and he's had a great ride too. Him and Jeff, they've, they've done a great job with the dog. Sounds like it worked out for everyone, Mitch. Now, with um, for someone like myself, pretty new to the greyhound racing industry, I'm sure there are people tuning in uh, to to racing HQ and going greyhounds and, and want to know more. Maybe not as in tune with the greyhound racing story and your family, uh, the Northfield greyhound racing family on the Northern Rivers. Uh, tell us a bit more about how you got into it, the family, uh, who else has been involved, been involved, the big race has been taken out with the Northfield name alongside of it. There's been lots of, you know, races locally, but, you know, my other, my uncle and auntie, they, they won the Derby in 69 at, in Sydney with a dog called Abbey Road. And my grandfather, he, his dog, he beat Zoom Top in a match race at Lismore back in, um, 19, that was about 69 too. Yeah, it was 69. It was the same. Wow. That, it might have been, been the same one. That, that's got to be in the scrapbook somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all in scrapbook, yeah. And then, of course, Dad in the later times had Pretty Short. It was a phenomenal ride with Pretty Short. Like, he won 58 races out of 88 starts and broke 13 track records. You know, he was a marvellous greyhound. Gee, I think we might have to make a trip up your neck of the woods and get our hands on some of those scrapbooks and uh, and have a further chat because there's lots to cover off. Unfortunately, we can't do it here, Mitch, but it's been great catching up and best of luck on Thursday evening in the Gold Bullion. Drawn box number five, Coringa Lucia, $21 shot. You've got to be in it to win it and you certainly are. So best of luck to yourself and Cheryl, Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Mark. Thank you. Mitch Northfield joining us, the uh, owner and, and former trainer now in the hands of the Zamets, uh, Coringa Lucy for the Gold Bullion tomorrow night from Albion Park. Great chatting to Mitch. I uh, love those stories. We'll take a break here on Going Greyhounds. We'll catch up with my co-host for the Catching Pen, Jason Adams, after this. Today's racing brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quaddy fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858.
Did you know one in five Group 1 races this season have been won by Dali side stars? That's one in five chances to win the Group 1 Coolmore Stud Stakes. And the filly is going to do it again. One in five to win the Group 1 Flight Stakes. Mortophilia is stretching, lunging and got up to win it. To win the Group 1 Dali Sprint Classic. Oh, what a spectacular win. Spring champion and winter one. If you only buy one, buy Dali in 2021. Sky Sports Radio's On The Pace is fresh in 2021. Join host Mick Guerin and Brittany Graham every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday morning. Monday's showcase is now 30 minutes. Fred Hastings jumps in Friday to preview Tabcourt Park Menangle and all the weekend action. On The Pace, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Sunday mornings at 10.30. Fresh on Sky Sports Radio. In recent seasons, the classic healing sale has produced the winners of a Melbourne Cup, Golden Slipper and the Everest. Don't miss out on finding your next champion at Riverside from February 7 to 9. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmos with you. Just a couple more of our very special guests to touch off. And Jason Adams joins us, co-host of The Catching Pen. Form expert extraordinaire can find a winner and you can find him on the tab app too, giving his mail for the Victorian meetings patch. Welcome to Going Greyhounds. Great to be on the show, Mark, and pumped tonight as well. Of course, the catching pen returns and plenty to talk about with so much happening all around the country. How about that story from Mitch? I'm not sure if you heard it. If not, you can go and listen to it later on the podcast from the Sky Racing website. But, uh, gee, the Northfield family have been involved in not only some, some wonderful greyhounds, but a few stories there. Didn't hear it myself, Mark, so I'll have to go back and listen to that. But I'm sure it's just one of many that we often see pop up around the sport. There's so many of them. We're, we're lucky enough to expose a few and, and share it far and wide. But... Yeah, so many of those, and any time we can sort of give them some air time to share their stories, share their passion, and, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Now, coming up tonight, well, we're in for a massive 2021, as we already know. Uh, in particular, we missed out on having the Golden Easter Egg last year because of obvious circumstances. Uh, that's one penciled in, in my calendar. I've got the, the book in front of me with all the black type races coming up. Uh, that egg night is unbelievable. Of course, the Association Cup, you've got the Ultrasense, the uh, East, uh, we'll have the Ambrosoli as well. Um, just a very exciting year coming up, Patch, but what about tonight? Um, what can we look forward to? Well, so much coming up on the, the show, Mark. It was the, fourth, the, the first one for 2021, so we'll cover off a little bit on what's happened during that period that we haven't been on air. But in terms of going forward, of course, the, the main sort of uh, signature content of the show tonight will be the field announcement for the three big group ones at the Meadows Saturday week. So those being the Tim Lee for the sprinters, the Rookie Rebel over the 600 metres and the Zoom Top over the, the 700 for the stays. Those fields announced tonight, without doubt, they're going to be uh, superb. We'll touch on the Vince Curry final, which is coming up at Ipswich. Uh, the Miata, which was won impressively by Zach Manelli last week, and then also touch on the Golden or the Gold Bullion up there at Albion Park this Thursday. Of course, a big race up there in Queensland. They've had a, a really big uh, period of probably two months now. We've seen some outstanding racing. So that continues this week. So looking forward to 
covering off on all that, Mark, and of course a, a few laughs and a bit of banter, which is uh, what it's all about. Now, patch that podcast for yourself and everybody tuning in. will be up by 11.05, and you can check out our interviews with Mitch Northfield as well as Mark Moroni we caught up earlier. Uh, both certainly worth a listen. Uh, patch, just leading into those three big ones coming from Victoria, the Temley Rookie Rebel and Zoom Top, have you had an early bet in any of them? Anything you can push the punters towards? No, I haven't, and I guess with something that, look, you, you want to have certainty that they're sort of going towards mm, the race, mm. and I guess we have seen the recent retirement of, of Simon Solhallen, which obviously throws a bit of a curveball when you come to, to lining up at a top-line field like this. So, no, I haven't had any, any investment, but, look, I'm sure when we announce the fields later on, given the Straight depth, onto the tab out. Straight onto the tab out, yeah. Given the depth that we're likely to see... Uh, often I spruce that when you get these good races, you get good odds about good dogs. So looking forward to what the fields look like. And then, of course, once the, the markets open up, which I'm, I'm sure we'll have a, a glimpse of um, coming to the show tonight. Very excited to be aboard with you, my friend. This evening, 7 o'clock on Sky Racing 2, the Catching Penwell will be covering off well everything that's happened over the last couple of months and what we can look forward to. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds, Patch. My pleasure, Mark. Chat tonight. Jason Patch Adams there. Joining us now to Gerard Daffy from TAB. He'll be with us in a couple of moments' time. We'll talk to Daff just about this week's future markets because there are a few available. Uh, Bathurst Cup market not yet available for Friday night. Interesting to see how that market does shape up. As we mentioned with Mark earlier, drawn boxes four and five are his two, Fire and Ice and Fire Legend. Uh, you also have Zulu Warlord drawn inside of them, box number three. So that'll be a fascinating charge to that first turn for the listed Bathurst Gold Cup coming up this Friday. Das on the line. Good morning to you, Jared. Good morning, Mark. I think that market should be up later today. I'm very, very interested to see uh, how it's shaped because I have a view that Winlock on top should be favoured, and I think it'll be hard to beat now. It's got the red box. Yeah, right. Winlock on top, drawing the red. Uh, we'll go through it while we're here, actually. Uh, two Sprightly Ebony, three Zulu Warlord. We've mentioned Fire and Ice and Fire Legend, four and five. Jack's Cade, box six. Zipping Vernon, box seven. And Prancing Diva in the pink rug, uh, the eight. Daff, uh, plenty of markets available. Cranbourne Cup, of course, and the Gold Bullion and Gold Cup Thursday night from the creek. Well, we might deal with Thursday night first. Uh, the Gold Cup over the longer trip. Uh, we've got uh, the Victorians head the market here. Here's Tears, box four at 260, head of Sunset Burbsky at 280. Uh, then $6.50, the Red Sir Truculent, and the Czech Burnt End. So I think the race is probably going to be sided in the first 100 or so metres. Mark, if here's Tears was to get an easy lead like it did last week, ran 41.72, I think it ran. It's going to be pretty hard to run down. Sunset Burbsky was a pretty good run, and I think she's better suited out, out wide. So truculent, he did run 42.30. He found a fair bit of trouble, but he stormed away at the finish. He's a really good stone, Sir Truculent. So that's a good race. That's the Gold Cup over the the uh, seven ten metre course. And the other one is the Gold Bullion final with Group 1 Gold Bullion. 150000 to the winner here. And uh, it's the Victorian, Shimmer Shine. He was enormous in his heat last week. He's got the blue, however, $2.60. The head of uh, Tommy Shelby and Sentence. Six and seven respectively, three dollars ninety, and then the red ninety mile king at seven dollars. But that's a fascinating race, Mark, because it just depends whether Tommy Shelby comes out. He's missed the start his last couple. Um, if he can come out and put pressure on Shimmer Shine, race opens up. If Shimmer Shine leads, 
he probably wins. Where's the majority of, of money there or the early money? Where's it been going, Daph? Uh, probably Shimmer Shine. Yep. Uh, sentenced is 390. I think you'll probably be able to get a better price sentenced. Uh, some sort of interest in 90 Mile King. He's got the red box, but for those who have been following 90 Mile King, I, I think he's going to be a star in the making when we see him over the middle uh, to longer distances. He's just got no pace at all. He storms home out wide. It's a horrible draw for him. Uh, there'll, there'll need to be a lot of trouble in front. He's got a good beginner beside him in Little Burns, a, a youngster uh, coming through. So he's going to be a long, long way back, but there is money for him probably because he's got a bit of a name. He's got a bit of a following in Queensland at the moment. Gee, watching on the Dogs website, that uh, Shimmer Shine uh, semi, or heat, if you will, uh, it was a devastating win, but we spoke to Mitch Northfield. Karinga Lucy, gee, got turned sideways, as I mentioned, at that yeah. first turn, and ran an almighty race to run down the other six greyhounds. So uh, $21, and like Mitch said, well, with any amount of luck, Daft, that's what we need. Karinga Lucy trialled here. Uh, it's recently transferred kennels, trialled at Albion Park. Uh, twenty nine sixty odd a couple of weeks before mm. it had a, had its first start for the new kennel. Um, you know, she's going to need a lot of luck, but more than capable of winning if she was to come out. Um, the only problem for Karinga Lucy is Shimmer Shine on the inside, Tommy Shelby on the outside. You'd think that one of that duo will probably lead. Having said that, Crazy Cool does have pace out in box eight. Just don't know whether you can get across from there, but Shimmer Shine. When you when you weigh up the performance last week, twenty nine sixty two, he sort of dwelt at the start, but that explosive pace saw him get to the front before the judge the first time, and he just powered away. I mean, we know what a good dog he is, but from box four here, no missing the start this week. Cranbourne Cup final, Daff, coming up on Saturday night, Amarillo Highway, uh, three dollars. Yes, was the the fastest qualifier, but. Uh, you could make cases for a few others that did have some bad luck too. What about Wes Woodley? I know he's 50 to 1, but he just did his thing on the weekend too and running on, running on. Yeah, he does. He's been placed in the Cranbourne Cup before. I think it was two years ago. He's a, he's a very, very strange dog. He's got some quirks. <laughs> he doesn't win out of turn. He's going to be at the back early. The thing with the Cup this year is there's very little pace in it. Now, we saw Amarillo Highway lead practically all the way in that uh, best-of-the-night win. Uh, it was good to see him recapture some of the form that he had in Victoria before he went north. He just never never really took off in New South Wales. Glenn Rounds has got him back, um, and he was good the other night. Zipping Sultan, and up-and-coming youngster, but a little bit hit and miss at the start. I suppose one thing in the favour of those two is where's Woodley Box 2, $51, an equaliser for the Thompsons. I didn't know. Jason Thompson has never won a Cranberg. Mm -hmm. won everything else. Bar it, I think he lives five minutes away. But equaliser... At $3.50, they're both tardy beginners. And Fabriola's ad in box six is pretty ordinary out as well. So there is an opportunity there for Zipping Salt and Amarillo Highway, maybe even Jack's Bale, uh, to pounce on the lead and they'll be pretty hard to beat. But the box draw has made it all the more fascinating. It's favourite because it ran the uh, the fastest seat, Amarillo Highway. But not not a, not, not a good thing by, by long means. Yeah, fascinating to hear that and read that article as well, Daff, uh, regarding the Thompsons not winning their home cup. They've won pretty much everything else. Daff, just quickly before we let you go, those uh, future markets that are available at TAB, of course, uh, Tim Lee, Rookie Rebel and Zoom Top, box draw announcements today on the catching, Ben, also the Australian Cup, sponsored by TAB, as well as the Fantabelle Stars. Has there been any significant money for any of those markets? 
Not really. In the team, Lou, there was some interesting wow. Uh, it'd be interesting to see mm. uh, the follow-up when he goes around. You've, you've got a trial at the Meadows and preferably have a race. I don't know whether they've got a race for him this week, but he's at 5.50. Shimmershine, as we know, is in Queensland this week at 4.50. Tigalong Tonk, 5.50. Tommy Shelby there at $8. So uh, no real movement in that one. Probably the, the race that has created the most interest is the rookie Rebel. Fernando Caz, the favourite at four. Mapunga Isla at five. Weblake Ace, five. Incapacitated last hurrah at nine, along with run, runs like Jess. Mapunga Isla, I think, is in at Angle Park on Thursday night, which is an interesting lead-up campaign, given the dog is trained in Warrnambool. But, yeah, looking forward to those box draws and obviously the final field. They're massive betting races, these, each and every year. So... That's Saturday week at the Meadows. And plenty to play out, as we heard from Patch, uh, suggesting the same like a set of circumstances. Uh, Daff, what are you doing at 7pm tonight? Or 6pm tonight in Queensland, is it? 6pm. Mm. I'll be glued to the catching pen. And right I'll answer. Be, I'll be taping it. And I watch it a few times during the night, and then I'll, I'll send through some uh, critiques to both yourself <laughs> and the Wiz. Where I think you can improve your game, and uh, and then I'll go to bed. <laughs> Wonderful stuff, Jared Daffy from Tab. Thank you. See you, mate. Big thanks to Jared Daffy for coming on. Big thank you to all of our guests, Jason Patch Adams, who you can catch with myself and Jason Lincoln on the catching pen later tonight. Big thank you, of course, to Mark Maroney and Mitchell Northfield for coming on Going Greyhounds. That wraps it up for this week's edition. Repeating, the catching pen if you missed it. Uh, 7 pm Eastern Daylight Time on Sky Racing 2. Plenty of grain racing action to look forward to this week. And we'll say that every week, I think, for the rest of the year. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we'll see you next week here on Going Greyhounds.